I'm so excited to talk to you guys about today's sponsor, Pros. Pros is the custom beauty brand that is all over your feed. I had been wanting to try them for so long. And when I tell you guys that I put on my Instagram story that they were going to be sponsoring the podcast, I got so many genuine organic responses from my following of people being like, oh my God, I love Pros. I've been using it for years. So don't even just take it from me, but take it from the genuine people that reached out agreeing with me about how much they love Pros. And when Pros says custom, they actually mean it. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. Their in-depth consultation analyzes over 80 factors for a complete view of your life and beauty goals. One of the coolest parts of the questionnaire that I thought was they literally asked me about my location and my zip code so that they could understand how hard the water is here, what the UV index is like, if it's cold, if it's dry, and all of that goes into these truly personalized products. Pros even did a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, and Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. So try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering the Artie Friends listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros, P-R-O-S-E dot com slash Artie Friends. That's pros.com slash Artie Friends for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash Artie Friends. Welcome back to the Artie Friends Podcast. This is Allison. This is Kara. We are doing a six-month check-in on our goals. If you guys want to listen back before you dive into this episode of our January one, we did our goal setting for the year, which also included like a word of the year and our intentions, our whole goal setting process, and then the reward rewards we were giving ourselves. And we coordinated, we did a little workshop with the Patreon group. And we figured, you know what? We're about halfway through the year. So we're going to check in on our own goals and kind of give some advice to you guys of how to stay on track with your goals, especially with summer when you're traveling and schedules change and you just want to be doing all the fun things, how to keep your vision in check so that you can have a balanced, yes, fun, but yes, stay on track. Yes. And of course, it's so easy to get carried away with the January New Year energy and everyone goes full sprint about talking about their goals and posting about their goals. But then I feel like no one ever talks about it ever again. So I think us here right now are just putting it out there to hold all of us accountable. We're going to really encourage you to go back to your notebook or go back to your iPhone notes or where you wrote down your goal and just check up on them. Even if it gives you anxiety, maybe you haven't started them at all, or maybe you're really failing, or maybe you're doing really great. But whatever those feelings are toward your goals, we're going to really encourage you to go check on them. And yeah, like Allison said, we'll give some good tips and advice hopefully for what to do at this little six-month check-in. But obviously before all that, we're going to catch up and yeah, tell you guys what we've been up to. Oh my gosh. For me, I'm like, how did we record last week? The That literally feels like a month ago. It has been so crazy. And I feel like I am just not in my body the last week. Like I'm just very 
in the clouds and not grounded, which is kind of, I guess I'm an air sign as a Libra, but usually I'm like pretty grounded, but I have just been feeling like major, I'm on a floating rock vibes, like what is even happening energy. Mm -hmm. And I knew this was going to come because I was like looking at CoStar and everything after June 1st for me was like this very creative whirlwind. And that's exactly what it's been, but in a good way. There's so many things over the last year that I was like trying to make make sense. And I have stuck to it the last week and I'm making them make sense. I don't even know. Maybe should I, should I share? Yeah, go into it. I would love more details on what you're saying. Okay. It's making, it makes me kind of nervous to share because I am a creative side. I love to share after. Be like, okay, here's the event. Here's the new business. Here's the logo. It's hard as a creative person and an artist. And like I went to school with and have an art degree to share like the beginning because then you're like, well, what if people can't see the vision? Like, of course, that's not the end result. Like, it's going to be, it's going to get there. Or mm-hmm. if you change, you're like, well, I don't want to disappoint people because I changed my mind. So, you guys know, New Wave is my secondhand and vintage store or whatever. But looping it back even a little bit more, when I opened the store, I, I have so many business projects that I want to do that then I just ended up making New Wave like everything. It was like me and fashion plus home stuff, plus new stuff, plus vintage, plus bringing in other vendors and having these events. And then I had the Soberversary there. And then I'm trying to do online and I'm also trying to build a community. And like all the things I want to do in life just ended up being shoved under this new wave umbrella. And I do think in business, sometimes you got to throw a lot at the wall and see like what people want. And then I realized like, yes, it's basically too much is happening. And it's trying to be all the things instead of honing in on what's really working. Almost a year ago, I had this download one day and I was like, oh my God, I have the name. It's not taken on Instagram. I like ran to my accountant, made this S Corp for an entire business, got the EIN number, everything. But I didn't actually like make the business. I just knew in my head that somehow this name and this baby would end up coming to fruition someday. And I was like, that might be a year. It might be five years. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I just had to act on that pulse of information, I guess. And so this last week, me and this other person were like going back and forth on ideas. And I was like, holy shit, this is what that business is that I was supposed to be making. And they were like, well, I don't want to take the name. That's your thing. And I was like, no, it's not my thing. It literally doesn't exist. This is what's supposed to be happening. So I spent like all last week figuring out the branding, the vision. And I think what I'm in the process of is trying to figure out how the umbrella works where it's like, okay, what is New Wave versus what is already friends versus what is this new thing? Because before all, you know, when I would have like lovely words and creative quotes, I would always put those on New Wave. Then we started the podcast. Now those quotes end up on the podcast or stories that I would used to tell on my personal end up on the podcast. So from where I started, these new projects and avenues have unfolded and I can't keep continuing with the same formula when I have these other avenues that they need to go down. So now I'm trying to split all the interests. And I think this new thing is going to be my more event stuff, like more spiritual, more yogi-minded, more like deep connection. Basically just trying to parallel down like what goes where. So they make sense. And that's not me trying to make New Wave absolutely everything. And I'm like 75% of the way there on it all making sense with the right people and partnerships to actually make it sustainable and come to fruition and work. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling very inspired. I should have been working on this like March and April, but you know how things go. Until it's push comes to shove, you just don't do it. 
Yeah. And sometimes you really just get those bursts of, like you said, a download at times that don't line up with calendars and what actually (laughs) makes sense. So totally. Like, would this have been awesome if I could have had all of this done and downloaded January, February, March when it was cold and nothing was happening and just rolled everything out May for the whole summer? Yeah. Totally didn't work out that way. Yeah. So with all that being said, what does the future coming weeks months look like. Yes, totally. Um, Websiting brand guidelines of... Basically, I need to make a brand book for each brand and be like, okay, what what is the tone? What's the voice? What audience does this serve? Who's the target market? How is this different than the other brand? If I have this idea, what bucket is it supposed to go in? And with the other person who I'm starting this new thing with, just figuring out, I don't know, maybe the more like legal side, mm-hmm. um, kind of like stuff we had to do for the podcast, like going to the accountant and getting it set up and splitting everything 50-50 and filling out all these documents. Um, and then with New Wave, trying to communicate and reassure people that New Wave very much still exists, but some patience is needed and it will all make sense soon. So it's kind of honestly the communication is what I need to figure out of how to tell everyone all of these things and not have people confused. Love that you're saying all this. I feel like it even ties back to the advice on our last, what would your bestie do? Where you were saying like, if you don't want to do something or if you want to change something, you can change it. So yeah, I even though, yeah, necessarily New Wave didn't need to change at all. It was already awesome. But you sitting down being like, what would I have done differently? And you're doing the damn thing. So pop off. I'm excited to see everything. Well, well thanks. I wanted to share this one on this one though, because I was like, this is timely with goal setting because it really all will loop back in when we're saying some stuff later of, mm-hmm. yeah, like if you set a vision, even if it's not making sense along the way, like just because you set a goal doesn't mean that you actually have to follow through with every goal. It might change mm-hmm. as you're going down it and you realize like, wait a damn minute, this doesn't make sense. I have to set a new goal. Yeah. I don't like this goal anymore. I'm a completely different person than I was six months ago. Let's adjust, which yeah, we're literally going to talk about right here pretty soon. So yay. Love all that. Okay. Enough about me. Take the mic. No, I love this because I feel like we're always doing the opposite things. Like when I'm doing a million things at a time, you're like, my life is boring. I'm not doing anything cool right now or different. And I'm like, me right now, I'm not doing anything that exciting or crazy. And you're doing a whole energy shift of your life. So I love that. Um, Updates for me, the walking club, guys, has been keeping me busy. So if you're not in the walking club, Girls Who Walk on Facebook, come join us. There's a thousand of us um, yeah, that are walking every weekday, June, July, which has been super fun. And the other fun part, I, as I mentioned in other episodes, is that we're just trying out new podcasts. Like I love getting podcast recs and getting recommendations for what to listen to. Or I don't know. I'm, I'm very much a podcast hopper. Like for the people who listen to our show sometimes and they binge it and then like go on to something else, I do not blame you at all. I do the exact same thing. Like I have a few of my like tried and true podcasts that I check in on all the time. But then I love like just, I don't know, listening to everything and binging something for a while. So that's what I really love about this walking club. So that's been really fun. Um, Yeah. And just spending lots of time outside. That's like something that I wanted to tie into this episode too is summer being here. I just feel like summer's so magical, especially it depends on where you live. Like especially for us gals in the Midwest of the US, it just gets so much warmer. It's so much nicer. I just feel so much more motivated. Like us and wow, tying back into the goals, check in. 
like if I am slacking on my goals or I feel like I'm slacking on my goals, summer is literally the time to get myself back into it because I don't know, I feel like everything's on your side. Like the weather's on your side. Um, everyone is like, I feel like there's less pressure. Like you can definitely feel at work, like with half days on Fridays or summer Fridays, there's less intensity, I feel like. So everyone's going on vacations. I don't know. I love all that about summer, but been going to the pool. Went to the pool with my friend Erin on Saturday, caught up with her, walked to the local art fair on Sunday, walked like five miles. That was great. And then just today, yeah, just I'm gonna coin a new term here. We usually don't record on Mondays. We're recording on a Monday right now. But like, I'm gonna say that today I'm having a full sprint Monday, which is like woke up at 5 Mm -hmm. a.m., went to workout class at 6 a.m., which was not planned. I'm not gonna lie and say that I planned that on purpose. It was literally the only time that. (laughs) <laughs> they had a class that was not on a wait list for today. But I signed up for the 6 a.m. class. And then by 7, I ate breakfast by 7.30, like cleaned my house, like vacuumed, like wiped out on the counters, all that by like 8.30. And I'm like, wait, now I feel like I've just set the mood for the week to like be productive. And I think a full sprint Monday is a really good thing. Like if you start your Mondays full sprint, like wake up early, get a bunch of stuff done. I feel like you're only going to set your week up to continue with that energy. So I accidentally created this morning, but I think I like this. I think I'm going to continue to do that every week because I love like a good reset on Sunday. But I don't know. Sometimes I don't feel like it carries... Like that preparedness carries over into the next day. So I'm going to start doing that, I think. Okay. Love the direction. Question, what would the opposite be? Because I thought you were going to say... A uh, full sprint Monday is maybe we need another word. When you wake up on Monday and you're just like, holy fuck, I'm getting bombarded. There's so many emails. Whoa, like it is Monday. I've got to do all of this stuff and I was not prepared. What do you call that? I think that's just like a regular Monday. <laughs> I think that's okay. like literally every week. So then a full sprint Monday is like, I'm going to be prepared for that okay. bombarding. Like I'm ahead of all these people's BS. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it. you take care of yourself. Three yeah. hours before the tornado comes. Yes. Yeah. Cause then by nine o'clock and you're hopping on your computer, you're like, I got this. Like, I did all this stuff, especially when, like, usually for a lot of people, I don't know about just for me, like a workout is probably one of the hardest things I have to do every single day, depending on how hard you work out. But like, if, like, for me, I went to like freaking Legree class plank, uh, which they also have in Omaha, which is so hard. Like, your body shakes so bad. Um, and they're like, there's signs on the ground say like, embrace the shake. I'm like, mm, I don't know if that's normal, but I am. I'm embracing the shake. So then once you do something really hard like that on a full sprint Monday, like a really hard workout class, then everything else is easy. So I love that. Wow. That was a lot. <laughs> no, that was a lot to catch up on, but that's okay. Because we don't need to talk about our goals for like an hour either. You know, we need to like have some balance with what we're saying. So I loved, I loved that long catch up. So that was good. Okay. This is true. All right. Peaks of the week. Okay. For me, my peak of the week was one of our listeners. Her name is Bree. She was road tripping from Colorado to Iowa for this festival. And she is my birth chart twin. We have the same sun sign, moon sign, and rising sign, and like two other smaller signs. We both are dating a Leo. Her boyfriend is currently an accountant and Clay was an accountant. And anyway, she was road tripping through and she was like, is there any chance that you're like free for like from like 8 to 10 a.m. on like tomorrow? And I was like, I'm not, but how can I like not meet my birth chart twin? Like this, <laughs> this has to happen, you know? And it happened to be my other friend's birthday that day, who's a yoga instructor. And he was 
teaching a class at that exact time. So I'm like, okay, we have to go to his class, which will be such fun, good vibes. And I had a few other friends that were going to it too. And then afterwards, we went to the Grove and we were just talking about um, all the crazy overlaps that our lives are. Mm-hmm. And it was like scary weird. Like there, <laughs> there's no way that all of this should be the same. But we have to give a shout out to Reba because when Reba was on the podcast, she shared about it. And then that's how we found it and then wow. stuck around. Gosh, Reba is like a queen connector. Look at her. She really is. Shout out I feel to like Reba. you've told so many stories about like Reba somehow connecting you to something or some person or whatever. <laughs> yes, but... literally yes. Uh, Rebecca has one Instagram. Go follow her guys. She posts cute free people outfits and cute stuff. Yes. And Brie submitted a peek and her peak was yoga and coffee with Allison. So I'll read that one because it was just Yeah. And that how was that you? your peak as well then? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. Two, two peaks right there with the same one. That's, a little, that's awesome. Thanks. For me, my peak, I got a massage last week. I had a gift card from BD. Um, after me and Hania worked the Disney shoot, like the Disney World commercial, we just did a lot and it was very nice. BD appreciated our hard work. They sent us a $100 spa gift card to both of us. And we both used them this past week, which I was proud of us. Because I feel like gift cards are so hit or miss. Like you can leave them in your wallet or like leave them in your house for years. So I I was like, I'm going to get on top of this. My lower back was hurting. So I'm like, I'm going to get a massage this week. And yeah, that was my peak. It was great. But it was really funny because I usually pick the Swedish massage. And this time I just like, they had an option where they could like craft a massage for you based on like different techniques. And I think Thai massage was in there, which I, I've never gotten one. But like this man was like punching my back Ooh. and like punching my feet. And it was hilarious. Like, but it felt really good. It was very interesting. I loved it. But it was like kind of funny. I was like laughing with my head at the table. I was like, this is so funny, but it was great. <laughs> but it was overall a nice experience it was a nice, or were you oh. kind of like, maybe I messed up? No, it was it was good. It was great. The guy like <laughs> definitely knew what he was doing. It was um, Morganford Massage in St. Louis. Highly recommend. Like they really knew what they were doing. But it, yeah, it was just so funny. He's like, bum, 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 like punching my feet. And I was like, what is going on? But no, it all felt good. Oh my God. It's like the massage chairs. If you're getting a pedicure and they're like, beating you from the back. And you're like, this is so intense. (laughs) I have the fastest massage story. When I was in uh, Budapest, Hungary, you know how they have the Sezenchi, I think it's called baths. Like everyone goes to the bathhouses. I was like, oh, cool. Get a massage there. Like famous thing. And so let's say my massage was at 11 a.m. I thought when I walked into this door, it would be the door to a waiting room. So I just like opened this door and it was full blown, like this like naked person on the table. Like, well, I mean, they had like a little towel getting the massage from this man. And this Hungarian man, the masseuse was like this big guy. And he looks at me and he's like, two types of people, those that knock on doors and those that just open the door without knocking. And I was like, oh my God. I was like 19, terrified. And then I just like sat outside and waited like five more minutes for my massage and he came out. And then it was like not that good because I was scared. I was like, I fucked up. I ruined the energy. Just busted into the store. But I thought it would be like, why wasn't it locked? Yeah, we I don't know. Maybe like put a sign up like every other salon. It says like, quiet, please. Massage in progress. Oh, no. Yes, exactly. That's fine. Yeah. You're like, I. ever since then, I've knocked. Ever since then, I've been the type of person that knocks on a door. I've made my presence known. That's really funny. It's scary. All right. Time for your guys' peaks of the week. From Lone Stam, they said, having a sleepover with my bestie. I love that. Love the sleepover vibes. Cute, cute. Yeah. Love an adult sleepover. Rain Lynn said, going to Miami on Thursday for five days. Have fun. That sounds delightful. I love that. 
Oh, and Anna said, went to a drag show with my bestie. Happy Pride. Yeah. I love that. Love that. Love channeling the Pride energy. And Jillian said, starting my European summer backpacking trip. So fun. Um, literally soak it up. That's probably going to be some of your best memories like ever. We got a shout out her TikTok. Her her name is, it's G-I-L-L-I-A-N-S-K-A-R. I followed her back and she was an au pair in London, I think it was. And now she's backpacking. She's so cute, has the cutest videos. And I just know her summer is going to be awesome. So if you guys are interested in that, you should go follow her. Yay, love that. As always, send us your peaks on the Instagram at Already Friends. All right, cool. Fabulous. And really quick, we have a couple of announcements to make. First up, join the Facebook group if you want to connect with other listeners. And as always, we have our Patreon page, which is only $5 a month. There's some great episodes backlogged in there. When you join the Patreon, you get access to all of our previous episodes, which you can download onto your device. And then if you leave, it's okay. You still have them. And the most exciting announcement we have is... I'll let Kara do it. Okay. (laughs) We're doing an in-person event in Omaha, Nebraska on Saturday, July 23rd. Guys, mark your freaking calendars. Again, we're doing an in-person event Saturday, July 23rd, Omaha, Nebraska. Already friends, world tour. Uh, What is the event you're asking in your head? We don't know yet. So stay tuned. We're going to figure out the details, but we just want to put the date out there. We know summer is busy, crazy, and we want to make sure you guys can come to whatever this is going to be. Yes, totally. And it'll probably be lunchish afternoon time. So there's a possibility that you could still come into town on Saturday morning and make it to the event and depart on Saturday night, depending on where you leave or what plans you have, or if you had like a wedding Saturday night, thinking you should still be able to make it, right? We're yeah, that- kind of going for the, the lunchy afternoon time. Yes. Yes. That's perfect. Okay. Yes. So again, Saturday, July 23rd, mark your calendars. We'll see you there. And we'll we'll let you know when we figure out what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's, I don't know if you guys heard the first part of the episode, but things are crazy busy. So we're trying to do what we can without overwhelming ourselves. So more details to come, but it'll be fun. That's what I can promise. We're going to take a quick break from today's episode to introduce you to one of our sponsors, Meet Cute Box. Meet Cute Box is a themed date night box with unique items from small businesses around the world. Every box is handmade based on your membership profile, so you and your partner have a new surprise each month. When you order a Meet Cute Box, you answer some questions about yourself and your relationship to get your perfectly curated box. Every relationship is special, and Meet Cute thinks your box should be too. That's why they will never mass produce their crates. Each box is handmade for love with love. As someone in a relationship, I know it can be hard to set aside time each month and plan an actual date. So with a Meet Cute Box subscription, you're literally committing to a unique new date night every month, all while enjoying products from small businesses all over the world. Each box is filled with products valued up to $100, but memberships start at only $29.99. There are also gift boxes available for a one-time purchase if you wanted to gift one to a friend, a newly married couple you know, for a friend's anniversary, or you could even get one for your own partner for your special date night. To learn more about these boxes or order one yourself, head to meetcutebox.com and receive a box as early as next week. A huge thanks to Meet Cute Box for being our sponsor, and as always, we'll link the website in our show notes. And then last announcement. Also, we don't have all the details, but <laughs> we're going to do our June six-month goal-setting workshop in the Patreon page to follow up on January. So if you're listening to this today, it hasn't happened yet. So you could still become a patron and still do that workshop with us where we all get to talk live on camera and do a little virtual hangout. So definitely check in Patreon for that date 
it'll be there at some point in time. Yes. Of course, we want to make sure it's a date that works for if most, if not all of our listeners on the Patreon page. So that's why we have not set it. We have to pull everyone, see what works best for you guys. So we'll see you there. If you yeah want some accountability buddies, want some advice on talking through, should I adjust the school? Should I like keep going with it? We'll be there. So come join us. Amazing. And now, goal setting chat. G-S-T. But no, it's C. GSC. Goal setting chat. <laughs> okay, yes. I think before we hop into reading our goals, again, we said we want to encourage you guys to check in on your goals. So if you want to go grab them now, pull them up. If you want to wait till after you listen to this episode, do that as well. But I think it's important to acknowledge why you should check up on your goals. And even... We have some questions that we want to ask that we want to encourage you guys to ask yourselves when you're looking at these goals. So of course, it's good to look at your goals because not only does writing down your goals very much increase the likelihood that you will achieve that goal and follow through with it, but checking on it, tracking your success, making adjustments here and there is obviously a big, big part of actually achieving those goals. Yeah. And I want to toss in just remembering the why. For a perfect example, yesterday, I was just telling Claire, I was like, oh, while I was in my creative tornado this week, I didn't do a very good job at going to yoga class. I only went to like two. And I was like, now I'm behind. And in order to be able to finish by the end of 2022, I'm like really going to have to buckle down and like go to two every day this week. And, da, 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 and I was like getting overwhelmed by it. And he was like, whoa, why do you go to yoga? To feel better to help your mental health, to stretch out. He's like, you're not going just to get to 200 classes. He was like, so who... He's like, I would rather you go and be happy and enjoy your time than reach 200 classes. Like, what's the whole point then Mm -hmm. if you're not just enjoying it? It's not to try to get to a day just because I said that. And I was like, whoa, you're so right. Like I set the 200 because I wanted myself to go as often as possible, but I am going as often as possible. It's just a little slower than I thought. And rather than ruining the whole point of why I want to go to yoga class is to feel better just because of a number is ridiculous. Yeah. So of course, you know, when we set goals, you want to aim sky high, but like also realistic. But if you're not working or going at the pace that you thought you might be, like that's okay. That's why I think you set the bar high so that you can do your best. But that doesn't mean that you're going to reach every single goal. And I think that in our culture, we have this feeling like if I set a goal, it 100, I 100% have to reach that goal and go above. But that's not always the case. It's okay to, I don't know close. That's still a huge accomplishment. It's still getting you going in the right direction. Yeah. And for you, you shot for the moon. The moon was 200 classes. And if it's like 175 at the end of the year, you're still among the stars, you know? Yes, exactly. (laughs) You see, you get it. (laughs) Channeling that third grade elementary school poster. If you shoot for the moon, you'll land among the stars. Energy. It's true though. Because I would still like, I will still be so happy with 175. Like it's still amazing. Yeah. It's nothing to feel disappointed about. No, that was a really good chow. And yeah, I think when you're reviewing your goals with Allison saying that, remembering your why and with that reflection, you should ask yourself like these questions as well. I pulled some of these questions from the blog, Tailoring the Good Life. Um, But this blogger said that when they were looking at their goals, they asked themselves the questions, do I need to adjust my goal? Because it could be desirable to, to adjust your goal halfway because situations change. Like we said, ask yourself, is your goal still relevant? Maybe you have been working on your goal for a while now, but maybe it just doesn't fit your circumstances anymore. Maybe you've already reached your goal. Amazing. Make sure that you're celebrating. Like, Have you celebrated with that reward that you said you were going to give yourself? And then finally, perhaps you need a new goal. Maybe your goal isn't relevant anymore. 
So don't be afraid to strike that one, move on. It's not time wasted and just make a new goal. So there's some reflection points you can think about. I know we've kind of thought about those when looking at our goals that we're going to share some updates on. But yeah. Yeah. I think I also want to talk about the reward side really quick because... I mentioned this in the original goal setting episode, how sometimes you want something and you think that's your goal, but really that's your reward. So for example, with this yoga, the goal is to hit 200 classes. The reward is the yoga retreat because I could just go to yoga retreat right now, but I need to put in the time, learn the positions, get the flow down, like prove to myself that I'm actually committed to bettering myself through yoga before I just get to give myself the reward. And I think a lot of times we set quote unquote goals, but they're actually just kind of like rewards or celebrations. So just differentiating that and realizing like, okay, how can I structure this? So I have these goals and then something that I really want gets to be the reward once once I finish that goal. Mm-hmm. And how important it is to celebrate that, like reaching my 365 days of full complete sobriety. I'm like, that is something we're celebrating. So that's why I did have the soberversary party. And it would have been really easy to just not have any celebration and just be like, oh, it's fine. I mean, it's cool. I'm glad I got it done. But honoring yourself for putting in the time and the energy and the resources to make your goal happen, you got to pat yourself on the back and acknowledge all that you did. Yeah. Why is it so hard for us as humans to want to celebrate ourselves? Like, I feel like when you're younger, you are so excited to bring cupcakes to class for your birthday. You're so excited for people to sing to you. And like, then once you get older, people don't even want to celebrate their birthday. They don't want to have birthday parties. Like, I remember when I graduated college. I like didn't want to go to graduation. I didn't want to walk. I didn't want people to come and celebrate me. I'm like, this is not that big of a deal. Like, it's fine. It was not that hard. Like, I remember and I was, I don't know. And that was the first time I was ever having that energy of like, I don't really care to be celebrated. But you're right. Like, it is a big freaking accomplishment. And yeah. I don't know, life's short. I feel like I always think about why is like the only times we really like talk about how much we love people and celebrate people is like when terrible things happen and they're gone. Like, we have to celebrate each other, like tell each other how much we're loving and appreciating of each other while we're all still here and still rocking and rolling and living life. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, why we're here is to celebrate and love things. I have a very quick side note about birthdays. It's so interesting that we celebrate our own birthdays as like the day that we were brought into the world when like we didn't do anything. Your birthday should actually be like your mom's birthday. Like your mom brought you into this world. They went through all of this pain and emotions and got to have this beautiful, amazing experience. And so I don't know, my mom and I were talking about it and she was like, yeah, like your birthday is my birthday. Like that's such a special day for me to look back on and be like, I got to have my firstborn daughter. Like it was one of the best days of my life. But for me, what the fuck did I do? I just came out. I don't remember. Yeah. It doesn't have nothing to do with me. And so it's just kind of funny like that we celebrate it that way when really all credit goes to the to the moms. Yeah. It is funny because I'm like, what even is the point of a birthday? It's to just kind of like acknowledge that person. It should be named something different. Maybe. I don't know. I get what you're saying though. That is so true. It's like the moms did everything. What You just showed up. Yeah. Like when, so everyone's telling me happy birthday. Meanwhile, my mom built me, created yeah, me, it's like cooked me in the oven the moms and no one says anything to her. Like the high birthday. It's like, happy you did all the shit, the, all the work day. Yeah. yeah. I get what you're saying. I don't it's know. Confusing. Okay. It has nothing to do with goals or no. anything, but it's kind of, I don't know. So when it's your birthday, tell your mom happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Thanks for bringing me here. Thanks for doing that. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> 
So, okay, touching base on our goals. I don't even know where to start with this. My goals are so chaotic. I it, like I will even preface this too. I do have some anxiety sharing some of these because I know that I have not done my due diligence of tackling everything. And a couple of these I have not started on at all. But that's honesty. And that's me being vulnerable. That's what we're here for. And if you feel the same way, just know that I also feel the same. So yeah, we're here to work through this together. Absolutely. I almost feel like it's more relieving for me when I share publicly that I'm not doing well because then I don't feel like I'm putting a facade on. I'm like, hey, by the way, I'm struggling and I did not do this. So please no one think that I'm... That's like why I said all this stuff at the beginning of the episode. Like that feels relieving to me mm-hmm. because it's like that you're almost getting the anxiety because you're like having imposter syndrome almost. No, it's like, oh yeah, everyone thinks that I'm doing this and killing it and crushing everything. Everything. I was like, uh, no, I definitely said I was going to do this and I have not started at all. So, yeah. Well, let's hear them. I'm trying to remember what yours were. I know. But- Give us, a, give us a refresh. Okay. So one of my goals was to double my income from last year. And where I'm at with this is that I have been, as we've heard on the podcast already, feeling very... not. I'm not burnt out I'm at the moment, but just running around like a chicken with my head cut off. And at one point, Allison said something about like, I know how crazy busy you are. And I'm like, I am not allowed to complain about this anymore until I do something about it because insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. So how that ties back to this is that this week, this month, like the next few months, I'm really just trying to sit down and figure out what I want my life to look like. Because I feel like I know exactly where I want to be in 10 years, but then I can't really... I'm not calculating how to backtrack and how to get there specifically. So for this goal, I'm having a harder time because I'm making these shifts right now and I'm having to say no to things so that I can reach that next ladder because I feel like the first step to making more money and to leveling up is to say no to things. So then it's kind of setting me back a little bit because obviously when when I say no to things, I'm saying no to projects that would be paying me. But I feel like I have to say no to those lower... Not lower paying projects, but like my normal paying projects, the projects that got me my salary last year so that I can do Mm -hmm. equal amount of work for more money. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. So that goal... No, I totally get it. Yeah, okay. Saying those no's is saying a yes to something bigger later. Yes. So that goal, I'm not 100% out of line for, but that might be something that's like a next year thing because I I can't keep doing what I did last year to get that goal because that that wouldn't make any sense. That would be the same salary if I did exactly what I did last year. So yeah, I'm kind of like working through that right now. So there's an update for you guys. Yeah. Number two. Well, I'll just blow through the sobriety one because that was... I kind of did the number thing. So number one was one year of being sober. And I finished that. And oddly, it was the easiest goal for me um, because I really, really wanted to do it. Uh, of all of the ones, it was the one I felt most like, if I don't finish any of the other ones, like this is the one I want to finish. That being said, now that it's been a year, since it's literally been a year and a day, now I'm like, what now? And so I do need to figure out like, great, reach the goal. Are we continuing this? What does this mean? Are we going to try some other things? What have we learned from this? So I'm currently in the um, the reflection stage of reaching that goal. Yeah. I love that. Um, I'm also going out of order from... If you listen to our goals episode, I'm definitely jumping around a little bit because I can't remember which order I went in for that. But 
My next goal was to learn a third language. I really wanted to learn French, um, which now is going to kind of work out because next year, next summer, I'll be in Europe. Um, I'll be going to a wedding in Italy. And I definitely hope I can like hop over to France and hopefully by that time have some French with me because that was my reward to go on a trip to a French speaking country. So I'm setting that that specific date is going to be like August of 2023. But for now, I've not started that goal. It literally gives me anxiety to think about this goal because I just know how hard learning a third language is because I double majored in Spanish in college. I'm basically not fluent, but I've said this before, but I know Spanish very well. So knowing how hard it took me to get to that point, I'm just like having massive anxiety about learning French, but I just need to start. So maybe I'm going to set like a mini goal right now to by next month, by July 6th, I'll have enrolled myself in some sort of learning program. I mean, there's like a million apps for it. So I think by next month, I want to try and have some sort of enrollment into something and maybe like a week, a day per week that I'm getting on track with that. I think it's really awesome that you have that trip booked. So it's kind of your benchmark out there. So otherwise, day-to-day can be like, yes, I want to learn French, but for what kind Mm -hmm. of? But now having the trip and being like, yes, no, I will be in France. I will be in the region and I want to be able to communicate while I'm there. So you you have a timeline now that you can work on. Yeah. And going back to you saying, think about your why. Like, why do you want to learn this language? I wanted to learn Spanish so bad because it opens up so many doors when you have another language under your belt. Like you just get to meet so many new people. And I don't know, it just feels like the closest thing to like magic that we have is like, I can open myself up to meeting all these new people and seeing a different side of culture when you can communicate with someone through their language. So that is calming my anxiety. It's like, okay, why do you even want to do this in the first place? It's like, no, I want to be able to communicate with someone who I could have never talked to if I hadn't made this effort. So I'm reminding myself that that is what is propelling me forward. So yeah. That's awesome. Um, under my fitness realm with Allison saying her yoga classes, one of my goals was 10,000 steps every single day. And that has been going really well, especially with like the walking club thing, which has been awesome because that's even holding me accountable to that goal. One of the goals I had also was stick to a 12-week workout plan with five, four to five workouts per week. This one was hard because I was so doing well at this up until I had a work shoe. And I was literally on like week five going to the gym. And then I had a plan. I had the Disney World commercial. I'm like, I'm going to go to the gym at the hotel. And then I work from 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. I'm like, when am I going to... like? There's no modifying that. So I don't know if anyone has any advice for someone who's traveling for work and you work the whole day and then you all you want to do is go to sleep because then you're working like a lot, how to manage fitness goals during those moments. I don't know if I can give myself like a grace period and just like pick up that following week when I get home. I don't know because it just feels like a failure. It feels like I have to go back to step one. Well, how many steps do you think that you walked on those shoots? Thousands. Mm-hmm. I think it's also important to note though that at the root of it is the why is getting your body moving and like getting up, getting outside, feeling good. And obviously being out shooting from 4 a.m. to 9 p.m. You're exerting a lot of physical energy. So you really probably don't need to be doing more than that. Maybe if you have very specific goals, like maybe you wanted to do some abs in the hotel room before bed or something like on the floor like that, stretch out. But you already did a lot. So maybe in your grace period, you could modify like what you're defying as a workout during those times. Yeah. That's also me like socking on that goal is another big reason why I'm kind of pausing on doing these productions for the summer at least. I'm like, I need to get back into taking care of myself 
first because yeah, those are just so draining. Like those shoots. It's so fun. I love it so much. But yeah, I was like, what the heck? I can't even continue my goals. I don't know. Lots of rebalancing, rethinking things out on the Already Fans podcast right now. (laughs) No, I love that for you. That's really where I was at the beginning of the year was just like, I'm doing some of these things that are really hindering me from reaching my goals and I want to reach these goals. And that means you have to say no to a lot of things and it's hard Mm -hmm. setting those boundaries. Um, I think my third one was finding the balance between the podcast and New Wave because when I set that goal, at that time, we were still live recording every single week. And we didn't really have any sponsors yet. So it was just a grind. And then New Wave was open regular hours. So I feel like I pulled the boomerang all the way back and we're doing a little bit of batch recording. Of course, now that we've had the podcast for over a year, I feel like Kara and I's dynamic of, okay, you're kind of responsible for this. I'm kind of responsible for that. We've like figured out the yin and yang more to where when you're getting started, it's like, wait, who does what? When do we do this by? And I think we've done a good job of figuring out our roles in it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I really wanted to do though was reshoot the freaking album cover because yeah. I, I'm still blonde on our album cover <gasps> and I would really like to have a new one. So maybe when you come into town for in July, we could reshoot it. I, that, that's perfect. We're going to make someone at the event take our photo. <laughs> you guys come to the event. Just super official. We might have to ask you to snap the pic. It's fine. No, I love that. But... Of course, I feel like I did find the balance, but now I like want to push those things to the next level because I'm like, okay, I had to reel it back so I could figure out what was and wasn't working, but now I'm ready to do a little more. Yeah, that's great. Which is probably a good place to be at six months because it's like I figured out the back half and now the other half of the year I can work on moving forward. Yeah, setting the foundation to let it succeed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, on a positive note, I have a goal that's more progressed. So <laughs> let's go there. Um, one of my goals was to find a mentor. And this is something I realized I kind of needed to break into almost two mentors because there's the need for me to find a mentor for that person in the future that I want to be that I just am not at all. So that mentor is not found yet because I'm I need to find someone who's at where I want to be. But on the other hand, I still need a mentor for where I'm at now and someone who's in the same boat as me doing what I'm doing but just doing it really well and can share some insights. So I have found two different groups of about like six of us who meet once a month or whenever we're all free. It's kind of every other month and we can kind of talk about being creators being people who post on TikTok and Instagram and all that dumb stuff. But those are kind of like the mentor groups that I thought the mentor I needed was like both things. Like someone who's had my dream life is killing it, but it's also like a creator and does that life too. And I've realized it's two different people or two different sets of people. So I'm glad I figured that out because I do have half of that goal figured out. Like I'm meeting with people, networking, having helping people with their questions and I can throw out something that I'm struggling with and they can help me answer that. So we're halfway there with that one, which I'm very pumped about. No, I think that's a great shout about realizing they're different people. Do you know there's a quote, if the trail is clear, you're on someone else's path. So if you can look ahead and see someone that has your exact dream, they have the salary that you want, the place they live, like everything is the same. It's probably not your dream. That's theirs. So yeah, you're like, I need to take this element that I admire about this person and then this that I admire about that person. And it's and fusing that together is you and your journey. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. Because if you think about it, my mentor who has 10 more years of experience than me 
I'm just, maybe it's less, maybe it's more. It's 2022. Like the next 10 years of my life can't not even possibly be the same way that they did it at all with technology and how things have changed. Like you're so right. There's not going to be someone who fits exactly what I was thinking. So yeah, you're so right. I, I love that quote. That was a really good quote to add there. Um, My fourth one was to... Wait, well, this is technically my fifth. Well, I'm not I'm going out of order, but was to do five Airbnb slash like boutique hotel collabs. And I've done two. I did the Shirty Hotel in Des Moines. And then I did the Roy Khan Japanese inspired hotel in Mexico City. I was like feeling so proud because I had both of those done by like mid-February. Mm-hmm. And was like, I'm killing it. I'm so ahead of the game. And then now I just haven't gone anywhere since then. But I do have a place in Phoenix that's agreed to do it mm-hmm. whenever I end up there. So I feel good that that, that one's at least kind of like on retainer. But now I need to figure out the other two. But they'll come, I think, yeah. if and when they come. I just don't necessarily have a destination that I'm going to be, which is how those other two ended up. It was like, oh, I'm going to be in Des Moines because of Clay's CrossFit competition. I'm going to be in Mexico City because I already have a flight there. Rather than like this Phoenix one, I'm like, if I end up in Phoenix, awesome. But I'm not, I, ne- I don't have, I don't need to be in Phoenix for any reason. Yeah. So that's why I'm kind of letting these other ones just like come whenever they come. But yeah, it's good. I yeah, that's a good, that's a great, great report. You have, is that halfway then? Yeah. yeah, halfway done. I love that. Okay, I think this is the final goal I shared on the podcast. I wrote a bunch of goals and I only shared a few. So I hope this is the right one. I think it is. I wrote that I wanted to hold more space for my friends and make more time to catch up with my friends. I felt like that was definitely an area that was lacking. And something that I've incorporated is trying to schedule a call or like a FaceTime with one different friend a week. And it's really tied in because something we've talked about is habit stacking. Um, I don't know if this applies with like goal stacking, but at least for your habits, if you want to create a new habit, you can stack it with another habit that you want to create. So for this goal, me wanting to catch up with more with my friends stacks perfectly with walking more. So I can call my friend while mm-hmm. I walk. So I've been trying to schedule a time that I can talk to a new friend each week on the phone and make sure that that works for them that time. And then I just go for a walk and talk to them. And it's like the best way to catch up with someone. So that goal is going really well. I did say I wanted to see more people in person, like make more time for people to hang out in person. But that's just tough with my job. And I don't think I've made any progress with in-person stuff. But over the phone, FaceTime is a very big part of that. So I'm, I'm glad that that's going well. Yeah, but you did go to Coachella and that was a lot of friends mm-hmm. in a jam-packed into like a two-week mm-hmm. period. Yes. Yes, that's a good one. Yeah, I did see a lot of my friends and stuff there, which is true. And now you're going to be going to Mexico with Hania. So that's like another friend thing for two weeks. So I mean, I love I those it's friends. It's just kind of getting condensed. Yeah, I, think I love those friends. I think I'm specifically thinking like my home friends, like the ones in Omaha or like the ones that aren't in like the cool travel scene that like gets a you know, okay, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Okay. Like, it's like other friends, you know. No, that makes sense because all of you guys kind of ended up at Coachella because you're aligned in the workspace mm-hmm. as opposed to friendships that you have that are, you don't do anything work the yeah, same. Yeah, like my teacher friends that are so busy mm-hmm. that live in like rural Colorado or like my friends from Omaha who don't have as much PTO and stuff and don't travel as much and I haven't seen them in a while. Guys, getting old is hard. Yeah, makes Soak up when you live in the same city as your friends because it makes you feel like a failure when you never see like some of your best friends for literally like two years because you live in opposite sides of the world. So soak it up while you can if you still have your friends really close. 
Totally. Okay. My fifth one was to pay 30% of my student and car loans. I set this because I thought the world was really returning back to normal and that my student loans were going to kick uh, back in in May. And now they've deferred it through August. And I've talked about it on here, how they might reimburse some student loans. So... I'm not going to lie that I've been uh, milking that as a reason for not having to pay on them, but I don't want to regret paying them. So I guess I've just unintentionally, intentionally not paid them for that reason. Yeah. And we kind of went into this two episodes ago, three episodes ago, that we're not trying to give financial advice ever. But truly, sometimes when you have a loan and you were going to pay $5,000 to pay off your loan, maybe that $5,000 is better spent somewhere else on an investment that's going to make you more money. There's mm-hmm. there's so much to think about with money. And that's something that I've learned with loans. Like You would think smartest, most rich people in the world buy all their houses in cash and they just own it. No, like billionaires get loans and they pay for houses, like multi-million dollar houses monthly with a loan because they realize that instead of paying $5 million on a house right now, they could put down half a million. And then the other 4.5 million, they can invest somewhere else. And that's going to make them 30 million. So mm-hmm. not that that's the same situation at all. But I think when you grow up, you realize that not everything's as black and white. There's a lot of gray area. And you switching that goal maybe is going to bring you better return on your money. Right. Like let's say that that 10,000 that would have had to go towards finishing that loan payment, like maybe me putting it towards these business mm-hmm. ventures and figuring this out, then makes those businesses make more money and and that's far better than me having just paid off my student loans for them to just disappear. To not, yeah. So yeah, like you said, it's not all black and white. And I just kind of have been putting that one on the back burner yeah. happily. Yeah. And maybe that interest, if you are going to accrue any interest, don't know your situation. Don't. But maybe that small interest is maybe a small price to pay compared to you know, what you've reaped. In other ways. Totally. I would like to pay my car down a little more, but I did some research. And if you pay your loan off too early, you can actually get late or penalized for paying it too early. I didn't even know this. And so I actually went to CarMax where I got my car and I talked to the guy and I was like, hey, what could I do about like refinancing my loan? Because the percent I got it, I think I could get it at a better percent now because of my situation. And he was like, oh, well, if you want to refinance it with a bank, like take that all up with them. So I might look into refinancing the loan to get a better rate and maybe shorten the length of it so that I can get it paid off. But with my current loan, I'm kind of locked in to exactly what I signed up for. Adult things. Um, but but my payment is so high because I only did a three-year. So that's why I was like, pay off 30% of my car loan. And I was like, wait, that's one year. That's just at the, that's at the normal rate. So I guess as long as, I don't know, because I think my car was 45 and now it's at, my loan's at 25. So I've, I'm like, I already did that just from paying. I don't know. I didn't really think the goal through, I guess. Yeah. well, that's, Because that's already my monthly payment. Yeah. No, it makes sense. You're readjusting. That's great. You As you learn more, goals change. There's an example. Yep. Okay, great. Precisely. Well, that was all my goals. I know. Oh, no, I was going to say, I know I'm going to feel like a million bucks though once... My car is completely paid off because my old car was completely paid off. And it was the best feeling not having a monthly car payment because it's like another rent. And I'm very much looking forward to being like, I fully 100% own this car. Like, I can't imagine how when you're like an adult adult and you finally finish paying off your house that you're like, I 100% own this thing. The bank doesn't own it. Like, I own it. Of course, you still have to pay taxes and other things, mm-hmm. but it's very rewarding to fully own something that you 
or paying for. Yes. I'm also very much looking forward to that day when my car is paid off for that exact same reason. Yeah. Yeah. Even like a little shout there. We had a manifestation power hour in the Patreon, a fun little workshop, kind of kind of related around goals and manifestations and stuff. I know that I manifested wanting a new car. And I feel like that goal has kind of changed because I'm like, what was the why behind that? It was all my friends telling me like, oh my gosh, you could sell your car right now. Your used car is worth more than you paid for it. Like, I feel like everyone was hyping it up to me. And then I kind of got excited. But then I'm like, wait, I actually like my car. Like, why do I want a new car? Because everyone else told me I I should want a new car. Like, so yeah, there's even an example of a car or a goal changing with time and reflection. But didn't you recently get your car? I saw that old. It's May 2020. It wasn't new then. It's 2016. Yeah. Yeah. See, my car's a 2016. I had to get a new car because mine literally was falling apart. It was an 08. It didn't have AC. It had like, what, like 170,000 miles or something. No. Like, I was worried I couldn't make a road trip drive in my car. car. We were all (laughs) worried. (laughs) As opposed to just like, yes, maybe could you get a nicer car? You can always get something nicer. But it's like, do you need no, it? Exactly. I was letting. What, what's the opportunity game? Yeah, I was letting my car lover friends and people who had gotten new cars recently, like, really be like, "Oh my god, you should, you should do this." Like, talk me into it. When I'm like, I I agree with the sentiment of paying off my car. I would much rather have a paid off car and drive it till I can't drive it any longer than I don't know. Like, I don't need a new car at all. So. If you're in that workshop and you're like, why hasn't Kara got a new car? She said she was manifesting. I was like, <laughs> okay, I secretly like wrote on that piece of paper at the same time. Like, I want to get invited to a brand event. And then I got invited to Revolve Fest. So yeah, that's the whole backstory of that one. This car situation though is an important thing to hone in on though. Because sometimes the people you're around are setting goals that are very true to them. So then you think that that is also something you should be doing. And because we're so much a product of the people we spend time with that you start to be like, oh, I should be doing this. That's my goal too. And then all of a sudden you're like, actually, that wasn't Mm -hmm. my goal. I literally didn't want that at all, but everyone around me wanted it. So I thought I was supposed to want it. It was like literally me being with my friend who traded in his car, got a brand new car, loves cars, like was so pumped, brought it over here. I was like, what the heck? This is so cool. And then other people telling me like, the used car market is insane right now. Like, you need to get your car. I'm like, okay. They're like, you travel so much. Like, you could wait for a new car because the new cars you to wait for like six months or something like that. I'm like, you're right. I could wait for a new car. I'm like, wait, this is like a whirlwind of people influencing me. I'm fine. I'm good. We're going to chill with the RAV, the RAV4. Yeah, your car's it's great. Nice. It's nice. Okay, well, that was, I feel like, a good final wrap up thought that like your goals aren't always going to be the same as people around you. Um, do you have any other final thoughts to, yeah, wrap up this check in? I think just see when you see people, especially on social media, you're listening to a podcast or something, just to not feel bad about yourself and where you're at. Of course, remember that in most of these spaces online, people are going to be sharing their highlights. I mean, it's in human nature to want to put your best foot forward. Even if you're being honest and being like, I'm not quite there yet. Most people don't just like go out of their way to shit on themselves and tear themselves down publicly. Uh, So just remember that, you know, there's... There's the real side of everything and social media is a little tainted and don't beat yourself up if you're not reaching your goals. Yeah. And I think one of my closing thoughts I wrote down was like, what happens if you don't like your goal anymore? As I already mentioned, don't keep pursuing it. If you don't like it anymore and it's not serving you, I think everything in life kind of always comes back to how is XYZ serving me? Does that goal serve you? Is that goal in your best interest for like the best version of yourself that you want to be? If it's not, adjust it. If it is, then figure it out. Keep grinding. Keep moving towards it. But yeah, as you said, it's hard when the whole world of 
right now is comparing and seeing everyone else doing all their things. But make sure you're checking back in on yourself and doing the things that best serve you. That's perfect. And if you guys want to tell us your goals and chat with us, you can join us in the Patreon. Otherwise, we'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Already Friends. Catch you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.